Konbawa. Hi, everybody. I am Jack. I just wanted to take a minute to introduce Terrorist Out. So Terrorist Out is a podcast about a show about six strangers living together, and we observe how they interact. All that they've prepared is a beautiful home and automobiles. And all that we've prepared is a couple of microphones, opinionated friends, and an hour of our time. There's absolutely no script at all. We are watching and reviewing, and we absolutely hope you love the show, follow along, and enjoy. I'm Michelle. And I'm Caitlin. We're ready to get terraced out. Episode 10. We're in double digits now. I know. Can you believe this? We've had 10 episodes already. This is so exciting. I was thinking about this the other day and it was like, that's crazy. I can't believe we've already done 10 episodes. Like, that's not. This is super exciting. It's just kind of flown by. It's kind of flown by. I mean, we've been doing this, like, because I know we dropped the first five together or the first four together so mm-hmm. then after that it's been weekly so like we've done been doing this for a couple months now yeah. i guess which is pretty awesome mm-hmm. anyway since we're short on time today we're gonna just dive right in and we're gonna do a really quick recap today because i mean honestly there really isn't much to discuss <laughs> last week except that there was a fight and it was dirty and scary yeah. and haruka got dumped Oh, we, we should mention that. Haruka yeah. got dumped. She was told that he doesn't even... Kenny told Haruka that he doesn't even look at her as a woman. I mean, like, it was translated as, like, he doesn't view her romantically. But, like, Jose is, like, woman. And he said, like, Like, I do not see you as a woman. Like, that's just... Yeah. No, that hurts. She was, like, all up in her feelings, too, the entire episode. I just... Or I felt is. for her. That well, that was pretty rough. It was probably not yeah. one of her finest moments. And if the guy you like says they don't even view you as a yeah. woman, like I would be so hurt. Oh, like, absolutely. Her feelings well, were completely that, valid. Oh, it's like the anime when you see like the glass shard, like, boom, like <laughs> slam into your heart, and it's like, oof, like it's Ouch. literally that. Yeah, like. No, your in, heart is being stabbed. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, but man. we had precious Ian Kai. Yes. That was that was that's a positive that was, note from the from the last episode. He was cute AF, and Thank he you. was like, "If you're not into him anymore when I come back in July, then boom, let's go out." Which is like in a month's time, because I think because this episode is Kenny's birthday, and mm-hmm. Kenny's birthday is the beginning of June because he's a Gemini so this means that right now we're in June and July would be next month so like it's like a month and a month's time like a few weeks so I feel like that's that's a solid amount of time to like Mm -hmm. get over someone that you only really knew for a couple weeks even Mm -hmm. though you live together so it's not technically the same like you know but still Mm -hmm. But it gives her time right. if she does decide to go out. She has a little bit of time to think about it. Exactly. So this episode starts um, after, you know, like kind of like a dumpster fire, like of an episode. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like burning with gasoline accelerant of an episode last <laughs> week. Like we just want kind of like a little bit of a breather. But yeah, fire was played. Uh, there's some tense moments. But there's a lot of, like, lighthearted moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. So that's really nice. It starts with Haruka and Shohei checking out that Hawaii Aloha State, like, music festival in Ebisu at Ebisu Garden Place, which is, like, actually right by my house. And I used to learn how to, where I used to take karate lessons. And when we ultimately do go to Japan in the future, probably not this summer, plucking <laughs> like. 2020 hit yeah. us hard. <laughs> the airport limousine that takes us from the airport to my house, that is where it would drop us off. And then we would take Ooh. the bus to my house. What it's a kind cool of- area that was. I was like, I want to go to that festival. 
Yeah, it's so cute. They do a lot of stuff there. There's a huge French restaurant. They do like a lot of premieres there. There's a really cute department store and there's a really cute like foreign grocery store at the bottom, like where they have like imported stuff. So like that's probably one of the closest places like we would go to mm-hmm. get American stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like to eat yeah, yeah, yeah. food. You want like, you know, like American mm-hmm. pasta or like foreign imported brands. Oh, okay. Anyway, and so they go watch Yusuke Eden Kai sing his song and he's singing the song about that he wrote about Terrace House in Hawaii. Here Shohei asks Haruka how she's feeling about Kenny attending Kenny's birthday party and she says she'll be fine since they're all going to attend together. So then basically Haruka and Shohei go to eat at Dot Eatery Bar in Ebisu which looks so yummy and cute. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how great Kaikun was and, like, if she's really not going to go see the show tonight and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yep. And she said she's scared she's going to start liking Kenny again if she sees him play. So she doesn't want to go and she wants to skip it. And then they discuss Kaori a little bit. And then Shohei says basically what Kenny told her, which is, but, like, a little bit harsher, which is like, like, I don't see her as a woman. Um, which I really do not like the way that guys use this term to say, like, yeah. I don't think if you say, like, I don't see her romantically, like, say, that's I don't see her as a romantic interest. Like, mm. don't say, like, I don't see her as a woman. Like, that's, that's so harsher. Like, it just has a whole different yeah. kind of connotation. Literally stop saying that. Like, it's yeah. so disgusting and disrespectful. Yeah not attractive like <laughs> just say i don't see you as a romantic interest like don't mm-hmm. say i don't see you as a woman like yeah or a i guess the point across male. that's oh god it's so not okay gender identity <laughs> like yeah like, come on he says he hasn't developed feelings for her and she doesn't make him feel excited he says they're really great friends and she's too polite and he prefers more straightforward girls who will like tell him like it is and harika says uh shares that uh eden kai asked her out to go out in july so i guess like uh, did you like notice the subtext of this date because i don't think haruka did but like i felt like it was pretty obvious to me that he was trying to like without overtly saying it being like I don't like Kaori because she's too polite. Mm-hmm. I like girls that are straightforward and that will like confront me about stuff. Yeah. Which like yeah. she is done to him. Absolutely. But like I don't really feel like she felt he was talking about her in that moment. What do you think? I I honestly can see why she wouldn't get that from him. Because to me it's still this whole it Pretty. felt like a friendly hangout you know we talked earlier like the date versus friendly hangout like i noticed shohei's comment but i just don't feel like it was obvious enough like i feel like if i was in her position i probably would have missed it right just because i'm like she's still kind of in this whole kenny situation that she's not really you know thinking about shohei in that way right i don't think we noticed it because we already know that he likes her. Yeah, but exactly. And he hasn't didn't really know that he likes her. I don't think it's obvious enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because he hasn't really him. made any like romantic right. gestures or anything. So I feel like he's not forward enough quite yet. That's coy flirting for someone who's already told the other person, like, hey, I'm interested in you. Mm-hmm. Like, if I if I had already kind of like given out vibes like and been like I'm kind of like into you and then I was like you know I don't really like people like I don't know like Corey is a little too polite for me like I like people who are a little bit more like in my face and like will call me out on my shit and won't let me like coast and stuff like then it would make more sense if I if like he had already told Haruka and been like I'm kind of into you, like, you know, mm-hmm. I think you're really hot. And yeah. then, and then it's like, like hint, hint, you know, this is what I or like, or this is what I'm drawn to. Exactly. Or, like, immediately after he said, like, you know, I really like girls that are, like, super straightforward and stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. you. 
Like then yeah. that been like a little bit more obvious. It's just he got a little nervous. I think he I think he didn't want to like because it he, because he thinks it just happened with the Kenny thing. He didn't want to like put it too much out there, but he wanted to like kind of test it to see mm-hmm. if she would pick up on it. Yeah. And then, like so he what he wasn't but he just wasn't trying to be too pushy. But like, I don't know. If you're going to be confident, like be confident and like actually say it. Like don't yeah. just be like if you're going to say, like, if you're going to say it that much, then just be, like, like you. Like, just f***ing yeah. say it. Like, I don't know. Just say it. Yeah, but I think it's okay that he's being delicate because it still is a little soon. And I think it would have been weird if he had just, you know, been like, oh, I'm into you. And she's like, what about Quarry? So I feel like he maybe needed to have put this idea that he's not really interested in Quarry. So that's kind of out of the way now. But if he does make any moves or you know, stands up to Haruko a little bit, It's it makes more sense than for someone to be like, okay, what about Corey? Like, you just, you flip super quickly. Plus, like, I couldn't tell if, like, Haruko's, like, saying, sharing about Edenkai asking her out. I couldn't read that. Like, I couldn't read mm-hmm. if, if she was just, like, as a friend being like, he asked me how. Like, isn't that yeah. nice? You know? Like, I couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah. I feel like she would just wanted to tell someone. Wanted to be friendly. Yeah, like I think I don't because I to me I don't think she at that point had told anyone else yet. So she may have just wanted just to talk about it. If she would have told anyone, she would have told Corey, Corey I already. Think. But yeah, I don't think she would have told anyone else. Yeah. I feel like at this point in the house, she's the closest. She's the closest to Corey mm-hmm. and Shohei as friends because they've gone out like and played golf. They like. Shohei and, Ko- Shohei and Haruka have a friendly relationship. Like, mm-hmm. they go out one-on-one and play golf and, like, are friends. So, yeah. like, I think with that, they're just fun. And then she feels, I feel like they're close enough for her to, like, for her, for for them to, like, tease each other enough for, like, her, Shohei to be like, are you sure you're not going to to, to Kenny's thing? And then her Haruka to actually be comfortable enough to be like, yeah, I'm not going. Like, yeah, and, it's, and be honest about it, too. Like, feel like that felt really natural to me too Mm -hmm. like it felt really comfortable and easy so it felt like they were like fun and they were already friends and like they were just like teasing each other like I don't know so it felt really like it wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if she just didn't really realize she would have just thought like oh that's just Shohei being Shohei like she would have I think she would have thought that's part of his personality I don't think she Mm -hmm. expects him to like her at all. I don't think so either. I think uh, their differences kind of make it that way. Yeah, so I'm curious just, to see if he does. Add yeah, to that. and I think it gets to this point where you've, if you've already hung out with someone enough, like you don't like even you, like you won't. Some people you don't even like consider in that way. Like uh-huh. you're just like it never even crosses your mind. You're like, and so she oh. may be oblivious to those things because yeah. she's not looking for it. You know, she's not aware yeah. of it. Unless you're like made aware of it, and then you're like, oh. Oh, you're like that's what makes sense, or like that. Yeah, never even entertained that, so I haven't even like considered that yeah. to be a thing. Like, so it might be different then. We see Shohei being crazy at Kenny's live show right after, and we see Haruka is no longer with them. Shohei's back drunk at the house, and Kenny comes home. Kenny asks Shohei where Haruka was because he didn't see her, and Shohei honestly tells Kenny that Haruka decked out. Because it was too awkward for her to go watch him play. So she went home. And Kenny says he kind of guessed that. But now that he knows that for certain, he feels kind of bad about that. Do you think it was a good idea for Shohei to tell Kenny what he did? Like, I don't think it was necessarily, like, in confidence or anything. I think yeah, it was pretty obvious. I think, I think so, too. Like, I don't know. I feel like Kenny kind of needs to be called out for being a jerk. I mean, what was what was Shohei going to say? Like, oh, she was tired and left. Like, I don't like, know. It was pretty clear she wasn't there. And she made it pretty clear that she didn't want to go. Pretty so. freaking obvious. Like. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like she was, like, all secret, like, oh, don't tell Kenny this, but this is kind of how I'm feeling, blah, blah, blah. It didn't seem like that to me, where she was just like, no, I don't want to go. Yeah. Don't doubt. Exactly. And then everyone is back at the house, and then the people pile into the kitchen, and Rizuko tells everyone that she hurt herself badly while skateboarding. Haruka asks if it was a face plant, <laughs> and does, like, a, a reenactment, and 
hilarious a little bit. And then, like, Shohei proceeds to try to tell the story, and it's, like, really bad. He's clearly wasted, and he's <laughs> not doing well. No. He's not doing a good job. And he's, like, laughing. Like, he thinks it's very funny, but, like, he's not communicating the story correctly, so no one else is laughing. No, he Which, just looks like a... Like, a, it, a he's just... Yeah, he's wasted. So then Kenny asks Haruka to go to the rooftop, and then asks Brings up the live show and, like, her not being there and asks, like, why she didn't stay to watch him play. And says, I was looking for you in the audience before mumbling something about, like, commitment and dreams. And, like, hinting that she still has a shot with him. And, like, saying that, like, he, his reaction, like, he looked for in the crowd and his reaction before was out of unexpected shock. And he felt that he owed it to her to be honest about how he was feeling in the moment. But now that he had more time to think about it, he doesn't want her to think that that was his final answer with regards to whether or not he thinks anything could ultimately develop between them romantically at all. So basically, he tells her that he wants to like pry that door back open again and like keep it ajar. <laughs> oh. Which is like such a f- boy whole thing to do let me just string you along a little bit longer you may have a chance Disgusting. yeah and if a girl ignores your texts after you do something stupid don't ask her why no text it's just like with this whole concert she didn't go don't be asking her she ignored your text she ignored your concert don't ask her why you've clearly been a jerk already moment you told her you do not view her as a woman and then you were like this is this crazy storyline you've created for yourself like look at what you look at this crazy drama you've you're living and then why didn't you go to my concert i was looking for you like bs he's apologized to karori for saying it but not to haruka for mm-hmm. saying it like yeah. why didn't you come to my show first the of all defensive like oh i i was just being honest i was you know being yeah, honest with you in that moment. Like, come on. I'm sorry. Who are you? Like, yeah. who are you? Who are you to, like, I'm sorry. You can't just go around telling people you do not view them as a woman and then be like, where the hell were you at my show? It's like, yeah. well, maybe you shouldn't be, like, you know, telling people they don't view, you don't view them as a woman. Maybe just be like, hey, I kind of have feelings for someone else and I didn't really, like, you know, view you in that way and also if you're gonna walk it back now like in the moment be thoughtful of other people and be like you know what like i've never thought of you in that way before like you didn't even have to say i don't view you as a woman you could have just mm-hmm. been like i've never seen you in like you know a rom- as a romantic prospect before so like maybe you could give me a cu- like i'm not the type of person who can like fall in love at first sight or like you know whatever so like you know, if you could give me a few days to think about it, like, yeah, I appreciate it. Like, that's nice and thoughtful. And like, oh, yeah. Like, if he wanted to string her along, he shouldn't have made it so cut and dry the last conversation. Like, if he was like, you know, I want to go on a few more dates with you and Risiko. I want to, you know, explore both of you. You know, like, if he made it blatantly clear that he still like hadn't made up his mind, I think that's one thing. But the fact that he was cut and dry i don't see you as a romantic interest i'm in- and told risiko i'm interested in you like that's it that's the end of the story haruka doesn't owe you anything she doesn't have to go support you she doesn't have to answer back to you like she doesn't have to hang out with you like she doesn't owe you any of that and now to go back on that it just seems like you're just you don't want to seem as the bad guy he got all defensive and frankly i would have been pissed that's haruka i would have been pissed what a absolutely i was like what is i literally was sitting i was like watching that like what do you what do you want like i was just like what do you want from her first of all second of all like what do you expect her to say to you right now like i was just like well like you're being ridiculous i'm like what what the hell like who are you like who do you think you are first of all like also like make up your goddamn mind like yeah like don't go back on something that's as big as that like, that's a big deal to go cut and dry. I don't see his romantic interest. And then nope. be like, oh, yeah, well, that wasn't my final answer. Hint, hint. Like, no, don't make her waste her time. Not trying to, like, have people mess with my head. Like, no. 
I don't I don't want mind games. Like yeah, it's it's all it's ridiculous. Like, you know, like I don't need that that energy in my life. Like this is just insane. Like who does that? It's just disgusting. I don't like that. It's not cool. And so like we do get Haruka's Haruka's opinion and I'm like so glad that Haruka thinks the way that she does cuz I was mm-hmm. like cuz like I don't want I'm like, you know, thankfully it seems like she doesn't get swayed, but this leads into basically the next day the house throws a birthday party for Kenny, the Gemini. So it's Risiko invites him to the roof, Kenny to the roof in front of everyone, and then she kind of like asks him why he talked to Haruka in private, basically, after she gives him a birthday present, like one-on-one, which at least she's now learned from the fight, and she isn't trying to do it in front of everyone. Yeah. So she's trying to appeal herself and flirt in private, one-on-one, thankfully, so like she learned her lesson. Mm-hmm. And she gives him some aftercare, like after sun treatment, like oil and lotions, since he's been getting a lot darker as a thank you. And then he says it smells really good. And he's super happy. Raceco says that since she got injured, she can't really swim at the beach. So like they had previously planned for their next date. So they discuss what they should do instead. And she says she would be down to just be lazy at the beach. And he says he loves that. He asks her how to, what else she would want to do. And she said she would love to go on a night drive somewhere with a be- beautiful view. Then she asks about his conversation with Haruka. And he says, like, oh, do you know Haruka didn't come to my show? And Risiko says she heard. And he says he wanted to pull Haruka aside to clear the air and stuff because he was sure it was because he made her feel awkward. And he said that Haruka agreed, but she said from now on she'll be fine and they'll all be happy and stuff. He does not disclose that he told Harika not to think that he made a final decision with regards to how he feels romantically between them and a romantic connection happening in the future. Uh, we see Haruka then telling Kaori downstairs at the party uh, in front of Haruka how Kenny told her the other night on the roof that he looked for her at the show when she wasn't there and that she wishes he wouldn't say things like that to her because it gives her false hope and it's not fair to her. Hori and Haruka then have this conversation that goes on and it kind of goes like this. Hori says, initially he said he didn't want to see you as a romantic part as a potential partner. Haruka, he's not attracted to me romantically. He doesn't see me as a woman. Corey, that's really cut and dry. So why would he say that now? Haruka, that's why I wish he hadn't called me out in front of everyone. And then Ruka says, you're right, Tashkani. He agrees with the girls. Haruka says, if I didn't come to your show, just accept that. I wish he would have left it instead of asking, has it made made things awkward for you what am i supposed to say to that how did he think i would feel after hearing that kari says especially in private like waza waza yobirashi like especially since he like went out of his way to like ask you to go on the roof and like have a conversation it's just like really awkward and haruka says i didn't like it i don't understand kenny at all and then kari says it seems like that conversation was totally unnecessary there was no need to have a one-on-one and make a big deal out of it especially while everyone was here so basically, this kind of like adds into their view of Haruka and Corey's perspective of this conversation. And do you agree with them that Kenny never should have pulled Haruka aside to ask her why she was at a show, which I think you're going to agree with because that's kind of like what we said. And do you think it was selfish at all, either of Kenny to have had this conversation or of Haruka to not to want to go to the show is it important to be selfish sometimes when it comes to protecting your energy so I I don't think he should have pulled her aside if he did want pull her aside I think it purely should have been just to apologize you know and been like you know I, I want to you know say I'm sorry for what I said and if that hurt you and I want to you know be on good terms you know if right. he had said that like leave it at that but that's not how the conversation went. He was very defensive yeah. and reopened the door for her. And that's definitely not what he should have done at all. I feel bad for Risiko because that really sucked to be like, yeah, he's done with her. And then not know that he actually 
totally. Right. He left that out. He did not disclose that. But like she asked him, she gave him an opportunity to be honest and truthful. And he didn't come clean. Yeah. So that already irritates me. Yeah. Like it just, he shouldn't have had that conversation. I'm glad she like talked about it, you know, with Mm -hmm. Corey and and Ruka and stuff because I think people in the house need to know that Kenny's kind of being shady. Like he's being shady. I'm I'm sure this will get around to Risiko at some point. And they'll all watch it because yeah. you know reality show. It's just yeah. like five weeks in advance, which is like the inconvenient part. Like, and for the last part of the question, whether you know it's important to be selfish when it comes to protecting your energy. I I do. Like I think Haruka not going to the show was her way of taking her space away from him and i think that's completely valid and yeah, I agree. it really puts a law on his ego i think to be like oh well why didn't you come to my show blah 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 like i think she wanted her space and rightfully so she should get that space from him like she just got I- dumped and she has to live with him so any space that she can get away from him I think it's completely valid. It's not fair at all to like, it's, it's hard. Cause it's like, if you want you, you did that yourself. So yeah. that's the thing. It's like her actions show. He's like, well, you know, that's exactly what she said. She's like, what do you want me to say? Like, how did you yeah. expect me to feel? Like, don't, yeah. don't pull me aside and ask me like, did it make things awkward for you? It's like, yeah. Duh, it made yeah, things it awkward for me. That's why it didn't come. And it makes things even yeah. more awkward for me when you pull me aside to ask me if I made things awkward for you. Yes, you made things awkward for me. That's why I didn't show up. And, like, I yeah. didn't want to talk to you. And, like, yeah. you're making it even worse. So, like, yeah. yes, get a freaking hint. Like, get a yeah, clue. You're 31 years old. Like, grow yeah. some balls and grow some decency. And, like, stop being so freaking selfish. Like, yeah. I hope she doesn't pursue him. Like, I hope that, like, door opening comment, like, doesn't make her want to be like, okay, well, maybe I have a chance. Like, I hope she just takes all this and is like, red flag, red flag, red flag. We do not stand Kenny in this house. I would be like, not okay. Because, like, the way that he dumped her, like, proves that he doesn't care about her. Like, he doesn't like her. Because if you liked someone, you would care about their feelings and you wouldn't yep. dump them in that way. You would Absolutely. think about how is a way, like he doesn't even care about her as a person because like if you care about someone as a person, you would want to not hurt their feelings. So you would be like, I really care about this person, but I also don't view them romantically. So how can I turn them down in a way that won't hurt their feelings, but also communicates that I'm not romantically interested yeah. in that way? So, like, because there are ways to, like, honor people's feelings and not be a douche, like, and tell someone you're not interested in them. Like, we've all done it at least once, probably. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure. If not, then, like, let us know and we will talk you through it. Like, (laughs) or maybe you're just lucky that you don't have situations where where things are gray and, like, everything is clear because that's awesome. And that would be amazing. Courtesy. Like, it's be just, respectful of people's feelings. It's not Especially okay. Especially when they're in a vulnerable moment. Like, exactly. talking to you about their feelings. Like, and then it's fine. like, if you can't be, then maybe you should really, like, sit down and, like, look at yourself and one like and question whether or not you're in a right place in your life to be in a relationship. Because Absolutely. I don't think you are. Yeah, if you, you got can't, other things to figure out. Exactly. If you can't be in a place to think about the other person or, like, another person, period, other than yourself, then you really have no business being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And you should just, you know, be honest with yourself and what you're looking for. And that's nothing serious. And then just have fun and, like, enjoy it. And then don't lead anybody on. Because I think as long as you know what you want and, like, if you know that, like, right now I'm not looking for anything serious, I want to have fun. And like that's fine. You can have fun, and like no yeah. one gets hurt because everyone you're honest with yourself and with the exactly. people around. And like if you know you're not like trying to catch feelings, then don't catch feelings and like be honest about it. And then yeah. if you realize like I'm sorry, I have I've caught feelings, and the other one's like, well, I don't have feelings for you, but I want to hang out and we're friends. And then the other person's like, all right, well, see that's the thing is like you know you have to honor the other person's boundary and then like the thing is like haruka said like if you have she said if i don't have any hope tell me now is what she said verbatim and he said you don't i don't see you as a woman period so she's like okay we're done 
Yep. She's, she's she like, asked end of story. Them. You close like, the door. Exactly. So you can't just, like, when I asked you verbatim. So it's like, if you verbatim said no, then you can't be like, actually, I changed my mind. Then it's like, no. If you didn't have those feelings, you don't have those feelings. Yeah. It's like, and you're you just can't playing. be like, I want the adulation. I want you to fawn over me. Like, that's what he said. It's like, you can't just be like, blah, blah, blah. And then be like, well, I wanted you to be on my show. Like, that's selfish. Like, no. Absolutely you, is. Can't. you can't have that. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You made your bed. Now f- lie in it. Done. <laughs> I have no patience for that. Like, I have none. Like, Agreed. And I hope she doesn't either. Like, I, I think Haruka is a straightforward enough person to where she's not gonna. Right. You know, circle back with this. The thing is, like, I'm sure Kenny can be a great boyfriend because, like, look at what he did for his date with Risiko. Yeah. Like, which, yeah. I mean, we're going to, we're skipping ahead. Maybe we'll just, uh, we're skipping ahead right now because we're going to do the Cory and Ruka. But, like, his date with Risiko is, like, so cute. And it super is. Cool. And, like, that is, like such a cute boyfriend thing to do so he has it in him it's just it's just like that see like that's the thing it's like that shows me he likes risiko like to me it's obvious like he likes her he does not like haruka like he doesn't he doesn't like her his actions don't show it like his actions show he likes risiko like it's glaringly obvious so stop toying with her emotions like let's just stop like it's so obvious the way you're treating Risiko is like literally hundreds of eons and like planets away from the way he treats Haruka. Like yep. Haruka isn't even like thought of as a woman. <laughs> like I just I don't know. Mm-mm. Anyway, maybe we should just finish out Haruka and Kenny and Risiko and then like cleanly move on to. Let's Haruka do it. So like. Kenny and Risa go, Kenny asks Risa go to go out, like, and buy a rug for the next mm-hmm. day or something, and then they, like, go to Zara home on a date. Yeah, and he's like, a little really... secretive. Like, when he asks her secretive. to go yeah. shopping, he was like, yeah. oh, I want to go buy a rug. I'm not going to tell you, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And Which she's like, and he's like, yeah. And then she's like, well, it's, like, a secret. <laughs> it's like, so okay. like, hmm, interesting. Then he goes, and they, like, buy, like, this, like, um, like, one of those standalone, like, rocking hammock things. And they set it up on the roof, but it isn't really working out until they, like, finally figure it out. And then they have, like, a projector screen, and he, like, puts up fairy lights, and, like, it's so cute. Like, it, it looks is. like an Instagram, like, influencer post. Like, I was totally thinking that, and I was thinking I sent- about you during this, and I was like, why is this something Michelle would want to do? Because I sent you, remember, last year... We, we were talking about the projectors we were talking about and stuff. doing a post like this. Like, yep. okay, so yep. to the listeners, to, like, ex- separately explain. So, like, a year ago when we were creating content and stuff and Caitlin was still in San Diego, um, I was, like, we should do a trip where we should start doing, like, little staycations around, like, L.A. and, like, you know, like, I'll get, like, a cute Airbnb and then we can, like, take lots of photos and, like, make content and stuff and i it was like a galentine's day thing i think for homesick candles and we were gonna i got like a place in like costa mesa or like orange or something like right by disneyland Mm -hmm. and then it was raining like crazy and like the train didn't show up or something the train didn't show up they canceled all the trains from san diego to la exactly so you couldn't come so i ended up going by myself but I remember because I ordered, like, I sent you this post of, like, it was this really cute little, like, blanket fort in this, like, white little place. And I rented a cottage that looked like mm-hmm. this photo. It was beautiful. That photo it was, was so, so pretty. I and loved it, it. Like, a blanket fort. And it was, like, friends. And then, they were, like, it was, like, watching a movie. And then it was, like, fairy lights. It was probably the same photo he saw, honestly. And I was just, like, um, I don't know. And then. Basically, you just, like, and then uh, it was, like, a sleepover, like, with, like, popcorn and, like, just mm-hmm. snacks. And it was, like, really cute. And I thought it would be such a cute photo, which I still, like, want to do it sometime. I was, like, um, maybe we should try to do this again. <laughs> I know. We should. We should do, like, a Terrace House version of it where we're watching Terrace House. Oh, something. my God. That would be so cute. Like, lots of people have done, like, the, a version of this photo. Like, JC Marie Smith from the What We Said podcast. Like, she does. She has a really cute 
Instagram that she does this, like she's done versions of this photo for Christmas, I think, with her husband and in like a teepee tent, which is really cute, which I think I've also sent you. But I, I remember I was thinking of that and I thought of you and I was like, oh, my God, it's so it's like ironic that we would <laughs> be doing this and that they're yeah. doing. But like, I mean, that shows forethought. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's completely different from the date with Haruka, you know, because like yeah. he's never even like tried to do a date with her. Like in that sense, like this is the first time the boys have been assertive in any way towards the girl. Like I thought that was really cute that he did that. But then later on, Haruka brings up to Shohei, or not Haruka, Risiko brings up to Shohei that, like, you see during the date, too, like, when you sit in a hammock together, because the two, uh, Risiko and Kenny sit in the hammock together to watch the movie, which he said, like, he rented, like, some cute DVD or whatever, and they drink, like, an entire bottle of wine. (laughs) And he has, like, really cute little, like, prohibition, like, 1920s, like, champagne glasses that are super cute. But basically, they're talking about all this stuff, and Risiko gets, like, Kenny to confirm that, like, he's not into Haruka, he's into her, but, like, he still doesn't mention that, like, he reopened the door, like, with Haruka, like, he just, she tries to get him to confirm that, like, he's into her, because she, she's, like, in so many words saying, like, I've told you that I like you, but you've never mentioned to me that you like me. Like in the sense that you told Haruka, like I ha- I'm I'm interested in Risiko, but you've never actually once said it to my face that you're interested yep. in me. Like so, like first of all, like I understand like the circumstance, but like I I would have rather heard it from you from your mouth than like through Haruka or through other people that you like her. Like you told her that you like me. Like, you didn't tell me. Like, I wish you would have told me first, is what she says. Like, she's like, it's not like you can change it now because it already happened. But I just wanted to let you know, like, I would have rather you would have told me first that you had feelings for me rather than you told her. Because that kind of sucks. He still, again, doesn't bring up that, like, he makes it seem like he doesn't. So, like, when Risiko, like, Risiko basically kind of makes it, makes him confirm that he's in, not into Haruka, he's into her, but, like, in a way where he doesn't verbally say it, like, she suggests that, and he doesn't say anything to imply otherwise, I guess. No, he's kind of beating around the bush, yeah. like, he is like, not exactly. being honest or open enough, where yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, he's understanding, and, like, you know, he's, like, listening to what she's saying, but he still hasn't been forthright enough. He hasn't. He's not, he's not coming clean. So it's pretty shady. Yeah, and with like a romantic date like this, like this is the perfect opportunity. Like yeah. honestly, you have the wine, you got the movie. I was surprised. I was like, "Where's the kiss?" I thought there. I mean, on The Bachelor or something, there would have been a kiss, or on oh, Love absolutely. Island, there would have been a kiss. Oh, show kiss, kiss moment. That was an Instagram was- kissable yeah, moment. Kiss- I was. I mean, they're on that friggin' hammock. They're like touching each other. They're like, yeah, with the lights, and it's just so romantic. Like, yeah, come on, that was shady. Yeah, I was surprised, and so that also yeah. made me question. I was like, do you? Because it's like you did all of this stuff. Like you did all of this, and then he was just like super. Like I just questioned, like what he, like what, what was he, like what did yeah, he what want? Because yeah. he didn't do anything. Because he like he made such an effort, but then like. He when the date was happening, it's like he just he like dropped the ball all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, if I was her, I would have been like, "Why didn't you kiss me? Why didn't you hold yeah. my hand?" Or why? I would I mean, like, like, "Why don't you make any kind of romantic been, move physically?" That would sent me such a mixed message because uh-huh. it would have been like the entire you spent the entire day together. The night before, he like all secretively is like, "Oh, I want to like, will you go out with me? I want to go out on a date. Like, we we let's go shopping." And then like you know, is like, well, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you what we're going to get. And then makes this like super romantic date, super romantic. Like that is the most romantic date ever. Mm-hmm. And then like, doesn't make a move. Doesn't even say like, and you, and she's like literally like throwing conversation and like giving him like multiple opportunities to like tell her that he's interested or mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, sure, like, your act of service, like, it's obvious you like her, but, like, this is the opportunity to, like, say it verbally. Like, you said it to Haruka, like, she's right. She literally said, like, you said it to Haruka first, like, it, and she said, it would have been nice if you would have told me 
And then he could have been like, well, you're right. I'm sorry I didn't told you before, but, you know, I do like you. Like, yeah, he could have said it It would have been hot. And he didn't even say it in that moment. It's like, and then later you're, he's probably going to be like, because he's going to be like, well, you know, like, I didn't want her to think like, I said I it because, and like, I wanted her to know I'm saying it because I mean it. Dude. Oh, God. So, let's just talk about boys and girls and like dates that actually make us happy like Ruka and Corey because yeah. I just need let's some joy some happiness. in it. Let's end on a happy note and let's like leave this love triangle aside <laughs> because I'm just like over Kenny. I'm so done right now mm-hmm. um, with him. I honestly yeah, been like Kenny. There's been way too much recent, but I'm honestly both those girls deserve better. If I'm yeah. if I'm completely honest like Risiko deserves a lot better. Like yeah. Risiko deserves some clarity. Like, girl's been trying really hard. And she tells mm-hmm. Shohei, too. She says, like, at this point, like, I, that's the part I missed out. She says, at this point, she feels like she's done enough. She's put enough balls. She's, like, thrown enough volleys into Kenny's court. At this yep. point, Kenny's job to, like, be a man and, like, step up. Or mm-hmm. she's going to, like, be turned off. Because she is turned off by dudes who can't step it up. and like can't decide what they want and she basically says like if he doesn't change his attitude like after this like i'm done and she says and i don't blame her i'm done with it and like i think that's completely fair because i would have been done like two episodes ago to be honest (laughs) if i was her all right so let's move on to the best part of the episode which is kaori and ruka which is so freaking cute do you want to do this part because they're cute okay yeah so they're cute. So, I mean, earlier we talked about, or a few episodes ago, when Ruka had asked Corey out, you know, he manned up. He took this initiative, and we finally yes. get to see them go. So they go to buy art supplies. And it was kind of cute. Like, he was driving them in the car and kind of asking, like, what they want to go buy and stuff. Um, talking a little bit about work and that he wants to get some, like, sketch paper and stuff. After they go shopping... He says that he wants to take her to dinner to kind of say thank you for hanging out. And he like specifically like looked up this place for her, which is which I thought was really, really cute. Like he's putting in putting in some effort. How do you pronounce the restaurant's name? It's called Kisaburo Farm. Kisaburo. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to choose your own eggs. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to butcher that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like it's it's super far like sugamo from shinjuku is like pretty far but it's it's so cute like you saw like she was so happy she that, was and i think she was just so flattered like she was just it was beaming. so cute i would feel super flattered if i was yeah too. yeah i like, just thought it was super thoughtful and super sweet yeah i thought that was really really cute and even that restaurant was really cute itself it looked really small it was really packed. I noticed on, like, the walls, they had, like, the license plates oh God, from, like, so cars cute. or, like, K-State and stuff. It was just, like, like a little, like, have... little farm. It was, like, Let's a little, do... like, Midwest farm is kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, I think they probably have, like, they pro- it's if it's a place that, like, people look up to go, I bet they have, like, lots of, like, customers. And they ask, the. I, I'm sure that they collect them themselves. But places like that usually have customers who come regularly who collect them as well for the people who work there and then they probably donate them and stuff because i know certain restaurants where they collect different money from all over the world and then everyone always donates stuff and like i've been to places in japan where they have license plates and they collect them from the states and then it's really Mm -hmm. hard to find all of the ones from like especially middle america Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cute too. I like. Yeah, it, it was really cute. It was a really good look. And so then they're talking, and Corey asks him what type of hero he wants to be, and he says Spider Man would be ideal. Is that not like so on brand? <laughs> like as soon as he said that, I was like, yes, adorable, like quiet, you know, Peter Parker wanting to get out of his shell and be a neighborhood hero. I was like, yes, that yeah. is Ruka through and through. <laughs> Caitlin, I hope I hope you also know though, like this becomes a re- recurring theme, but like he means literally though. Like he doesn't mean like he wants to be an actor. Like he wants to actually be Spider Man. He wants to be Spider Man. Can he get any cuter? Like he 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 wants to literally shoot webs out of his hands. 
and be <laughs> Spider-Man. Just... <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. Okay. He's, he's Spider-Man. So <laughs> uh, he's and so, yeah, so Corey, like, kind of confirmed. She's like, by hero, you literally meant you want to be a Marvel character. And he says, yes. Adorable. Adorable. He nods. he nods like he looks he doesn't even look up. He's like eating and he's looking at his rice bowl and he's like nodding and he's like mm-hmm. and he's like yep. yeah. It's he's like a little child. It's he is. He's like so excited, like Halloween. You know, and because kind of like when someone asks you when you want to be for Halloween, or you want to be when you're older. It's like a kindergartner where it's like yeah. what do you want when you grow up and they're like Superman and yep. literally like he's like Spider Man. That's what that's what he wants. He wants he to totally be there. So then he asks him if he thinks 28 is too old, and he says no. When they first met, he thought they were the same age, and she said good because she had been self-conscious about it. You know, she kind of makes some jokes. She's like, oh, you know, what is this old ag talking to me? I was wondering when she was going to bring up her age, because that was something, you know, we've talked about, but I don't know. I feel like the two of them haven't quite discussed that yet. You know, it's kind of yeah. been more passing where they talk about the age difference and stuff. Yeah, I felt um, like it was something that was something they both, I don't know, like, because age, yeah. I feel like, is something that is talked about with regards to both of them in the house. Like, yeah. because, especially because, not just because, like, I think Ruka, I think because as a 20-year-old, like, Ruka is, I mean, even when he says, like, he wants to be Spider-Man, like, and when she says, like, oh, when you said you wanted to be a hero, you literally meant, like, you wanted to be a Marvel character. And he's like, yeah. And she, yeah. she's like, oh, like, he, like, for a 20-year-old, he, he feels very, like, young. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, it's, and you know, some like 20, like you're 22 and you're very mature mm-hmm. for your age. So like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, when they meet you, they might not necessarily off the bat know that you're 20, 22. And like, yeah. for me, like people don't necessarily think I'm 33 off the bat, like depending on how they meet me and what context. Yeah. So like, not that like age needs to be a thing thing, but like when you're when you're visibly like very youthful or like very young for your age, even for uh-huh. your age, like yeah. I think it becomes because it's not even just an age thing because they're saying age, but it's they're also discussing maturity. maturity. Like in this and like in this context, they're they're using the word age to also double as meaning maturity because technically, like age and maturity don't necessarily go hand in hand in my experience, but a lot yeah. of the time you know, technically maturity is supposed to come or is synonymous with age, typically. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily yeah. what I've experienced because I know a lot of adults who are extremely mature. I mean... And I know young people I that are very mature for their ages. Very mature. But I also know a lot of young people are very immature. And like, mm-hmm. you know... And, and I, every person has the capability of great maturity and great immaturity. So... And, and, and context and situation and like... There will be, and like I bet right now, because we're in, in a crisis, like that that changes completely. Like right now, I'm sure there are a bunch of totally mature people who are in crisis because of yeah. COVID and quarantine, who are acting like m- mature, immature. Like I don't know. And then like I bet that because I've read a lot of like comments and tweets and like videos and just people I know who have been like, I can't believe I'm I'm married to like a let's circle back to this person. Like mm. what? I don't even know you like these things that like people are finding out about each other uh-huh. and they're like, oh, I can't believe it. Like, I think that like everyone needs to be a lot like kinder to our, even to ourselves. Like, but it's just very like, I feel like these two would address it because Corey also fe- is that person who gets kind of like treated like a big sister or like a mom in the house. Like everyone yeah, goes to her. Is more like mature and polite. Yeah. And very no one serious. really asks her about her day. Really? Where and then like Ruka, everyone like babies him or like tries to like teach him stuff. So like he gets attention for being young and she gets no attention because she's older. So like I feel like because of that, they've also had a really hard time connecting too. So of course they're gonna have to address it. And like once they address it, you know, he's able to be like, it doesn't bother me at all. If anything, like it really makes me like him more. But then again, like Later, when her, Corey is discussing them, her and Ruka to the girls, she does bring up the maturity issue. Yep. Then Ruka says that he's noticed that Corey's really funny when she's tipsy. And she says that she's really nervous right now. She says one-on-one makes her more nervous and that she says that they should grab drinks sometime. And he says he can't drink a lot, but he will try for her. He kind of says, like, one drink will get him drunk. So Corey's kind of showing that she wants to hang out with him again. 
a little more in a, a relaxed way, you know, just hanging out and getting drinks and stuff. So then Corey says that she wants to buy souvenirs for the house and they each and buys 10 eggs and then treats Ruka to dinner. He protests, saying this is supposed to be his treat to thank her. And she says, you're only 20. I can't let you pay. He says he doesn't like this. So she's going, all right, next time you treat me. So we'll see. I guess what they do, we'll go on their little drink date if she lets him pay. Back at the house, Corey says that she had a lot of fun and looks super happy and cute and the happiest she's been since she came to the house. And Ruka says he's glad. Ruka tells Kenny and Risco how sad he was that Corey paid for dinner. He seemed like he really, really wanted to be the one to treat her. Kind of make it a little bit more datey, I think, is kind of the vibe I was going with. But Ruka says he thought she was really cute, but that she probably sees him as a younger brother. But she talks about this frequently on the show, that he just wants to be treated like an equal. He wants to be seen as a romantic equal. Risiko tells Corey and the girls how much Ruka, how much fun Ruka had on the date. Corey tells Risiko that she has to promise not to say this to Ruka because she would hate him. But Corey says that he's so cute. She just wants to support him. I want to help him pursue his dreams. He makes me feel maternal. And then Corey wonders if she ever could ever see him as a man, as a romantic equal, unless he steps it up a little bit more. Which I can see for her age. She's very mature. She's very chill i think that she wants someone that seems older and not necessarily as carefree i think and as young as ruka i think it's cute right now but i just i have trouble seeing them as romantic equals what do you think about ruka or what do you think that ruka needs to do to shift the perspective from being a little brother type to step it up to becoming more of a romantic prospect or equal what do you think I wrote this question and I was like, why did I write it? Because I have to answer it. <laughs> I was like writing it for you. And I'm like, shoot, I wrote it for myself and I made it yeah. hard. I mean, he just, I think he needs to start acting a little mature. Like, I feel like, or even if, say, she starts to kind of baby him, you know, maybe he should say something. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he, he just needs to kind of change her perspective. Of him, because right now it's kind of hard to get out of that mindset of that. Yeah, um, I think it's hard too because they live together. So like, it might even be stuff that we don't even see, like behind yeah. the scenes. You know what I mean? Like totally. the way he lives his life that might be like immature. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if someone like does doesn't wash their dishes or like clean up after themselves or like never does their laundry and makes everyone else do their laundry like if stuff like that like if I was living with someone like that and I was 28 and they were 20 I would feel like I don't know if I could date that (laughs) then I don't know I just feel like it's so weird because I've dated someone like I've dated someone like uh, a like a, a very like a lot younger than I than myself I think when I was 32 I was dating a 26-year-old, so six years apart. So it's, like, a little bit, like, a year different than, like, Kaori and Ruka because that's seven years apart, but, like, my parents were seven years apart. It was weird. Like, it wasn't weird, but, like, I mean, I was 33 and he was, like, 26. Felt like if I was 28, like, dating a 20-year-old, I don't know if I could date a 20-year-old. Like, I feel like you're at different places in your lives, too. Like, Caitlin, that's also, like, that, like, that would be, like, you dating, like, a 30-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, could you imagine that right now? That would be really know. weird because, you know, I, I'm kind of like Ruka, you know, where I'm kind of figuring out my life, kind mm-hmm. of exploring, kind of figuring out myself still versus if I'm dating someone, you know, who's in their 30s who already has their life established, you know, has already done, you know, a lot, you know, because these next 10 years of my life are really, really big years. And I feel like to date someone who's already past that would be hard. Versus, you know, say I'm 26, 27, 28, you know, my late 20s and I'm dating someone in my 30s. I think that's different. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's a different gap. You know, if it was six or seven years past that. But I think in I the early 20s, that gap seems a lot more I agree. than it does. Honestly. In your late 20s. I mean, I think everyone needs to live their own life. And, like, I think everyone needs to do what's right for them. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being completely honest, like, and and this is looking at my own relationships and also, like, at guy friends of mine who have dated girls and, like, girlfriends of mine who have dated older guys and things like that. To be honest, if I'm being completely honest, 
I think 20s, early 20s are for dating other people in your 20s and mm-hmm. early 20s, if preferably. And I don't think you should be dating people in your 30s when you're in your early 20s because mm-hmm. what you want is fundamentally different. And people who date like young 20, early 20s, late, late 30s, it always ends up like being really complicated and a lot of fights and a lot of like hurt feelings because they're just not they're just in different places of your life and like it's not there's nothing wrong with that it's just that they're they want people usually want different things at those Mm -hmm. times in their life and you know it's just you're just not really looking for the same thing and yeah I just feel like in your early 20s, that's the time when you really should. I, when you're young, like you should really just like focus on figuring out who you are and like having a good time and like and whatever. And, and that's not just like going around screwing around. I mean, like in in however a good time means whatever having a good time means for you do that. But like, you know what I mean? Like you should enjoy your youth. And like your youthfulness, mm-hmm. because you literally have the rest of your life to be an adult. And yeah. like, look at how tough it is right now. Like, just in terms of quarantine and all that stuff. Like, you really like every day you have is a gift. And like, your youth is just like the time where you can be carefree and have fun and not have to worry about like responsibilities. Like, yet yeah, really, you can do whatever you want. And this is the time you can travel and like try new things and like fail a lot. And like you still have time so like I feel like that's when you're supposed to do that so like if anything like I'm honestly Corey's still young so I think like she needs to figure do whatever it is that she needs to do but I think that if she is in that place where she's just not in that place anymore then she's gonna naturally this isn't gonna work out and it'll be fine and they'll both be able to make that boundary but I think it's it's just like We'll see. It would be cute. I like them together. I think they're super cute. They look cute. Their flirting was adorable. I don't know. I thought it was a really cute date, and I really like them together. Mm-hmm. I do too. I would like to see them go out for drinks, go out something a little bit more casual, because still to me, like I feel like Ruka admires her. Yeah, more mm-hmm. than necessarily as a romantic interest as well. Like I think he really admires her and looks up to her right. and respects yeah. her work and stuff. And so mm-hmm. I just, I have trouble seeing them together romantically yet. Me too. Yeah. So I, I'm curious to see them kind of grow a bit more, maybe talk a bit more and kind of yeah. see if that's there for them. But mm-hmm. I'm really curious. And um, I was kind of hopeful after seeing this. So I'm curious to see kind of where they're off to next. Yeah. Same. Because like she says, like, he makes me feel maternal and like, I want to support him. And then he says, like, I want to support her and, like, watch her career take off. Like, I feel like they're just very, like, they're very nurturing and caretaking towards each other. Like, yeah. they, I feel like they have a solid, like, they could have a very strong, like, they could become a power couple, like, and have a solid foundation on that if they, if that ends up becoming something they want to. If they were close. Honestly, if they were closer in age, this would be like a really great partnership. If Agreed. I were, if, to be honest, oh, yeah. like because Absolutely I feel agree. like if you have similar values, you're at the right place in in life, and you have this feeling of wanting to support each other. Like I feel like this could create a really strong foundation for a like, lasting relationship. But Absolutely. I think when there is this element of like he is very young. Like, mm-hmm. and the way that he is doesn't seem to be, he doesn't really seem like he has his SHIT together yet. So, mm-hmm. and she really does have her SHIT together. So I don't know if that, in that sense, they're at the right place. The yeah, right if they're ready. Yep. But if they were at the right place, this could be a really strong relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they have a lot of the right foundational. They're so cute. I like them. Anyway. That's where we end this episode. Actually, the episode itself ends with with Risiko. It it ends the cliffhanger with mm-hmm. Shohei asking Risiko if she thinks that she could see Kenny in a like in that romantic way, and she's just like, I don't. She goes, mm, I don't know, and then it ends. And then and you're the like, Ooh, like Risiko, she's for all her that, mind. is everyone gonna drop Kenny? Is that what? <laughs> two episodes ago everybody dropped ruka and went mm-hmm. for kenny so yeah it's possible mm-hmm. anyway 
that's where we are. We have ended episode 10. We done. We did it. 10 episodes. We did it. it. We done did it. We done did it. And now we at the point in this episode where we tell you that we love you guys and we want you to tell us what you thought about this episode. So, uh, you know, message us at Terraced Out on all the platforms. And we have memes and stuff. And, like, I try to be funny and make jokes and, like, things. I don't know. It's, like, ridiculous. But we try. We also have a Patreon coming V soon. I said V soon. V soon. V soon. V soon. Yeah, it's basically almost done. We're basically finishing it up. We just have some stuff going on personally with our team. So there's a little stuff that is delayed, but don't worry. We will get that all out to you. You know, we're just just taking some some me time for, for our team. So we appreciate your support and we love that you're rating us. And like if you can review us, we love that. We love hearing from you. Um, when we got our first review, I cried. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it was really sweet and thoughtful. So we love you guys a lot, and this is why we do it. And yeah, but you can also like DM us and like ask Caitlin like how Trader Joe's is going, and you can ask me like my Animal Crossing life and what it's like, (laughs) what fruit I have. So, uh, Caitlin, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you on social media? So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Big Screen Books for book, movie, TV show, travel, pop culture related stuff. And then my website, CaitlinFoster.com, is still under maintenance, but will be up at some point. I will let you guys know, of course, on the pod when um, that is finally up. You guys can cool see more. Nice. I don't know why. I just created Coolio Beans. I like it. Coolio Beans. It's cute. Coolio Beans. Coolio Beans. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at tediously underscore brief. And also on the TikToks. TikToks? I got this really cool new like weird thing that like helps track like your phone with your movement. And so it's like a weird it's I don't know. I got it on Instagram. It was an ad by I hope it actually works. But it like turns around and like I don't you stick it on your phone in it and then it moves around while it tracks your face while you're moving. Ooh, so I'm hoping that like now I can make TikTok videos. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to try to like make like cinematic weird short films. I don't know. I love that. Anyway, you can find my bookstagram at Traveling Book Nerds on Instagram where I talk about books and comics and movies and film and all those things. I'm really excited. The next thing I'm going to watch is Kim's Convenience season 4. Kim's Convenience is awesome, so you should watch it mm-hmm. on Netflix. And you can find Terrace Out on social media at Terrace Out Twitter, Instagram and YouTube, which Jack will tell you again later and yeah, that's it. I I talked about the Patreon. I talked about everything we need to talk about. I don't think I forgot anything. Other than just wash your hands. Now, uh, the CDC says you have to wear a cloth covering when you go outside. So take a kerchief and like two like hair ties. And then you can make like a a makeshift cloth covering for your mouth. Um, Go to Tom Hanks' son, Colin Hanks' Instagram. He has like a how-to on it. Like it's really great. Just use that. Free info. Not sponsored. No, not spawn hashtag. (laughs) But uh, yeah, make sure covering your mouth and washing your hands six feet apart. Be nice to your grocers. Don't go out if you have to. And that's it. Don't cough on weird people and don't cough on not weird people. Don't cough on anything. Cough cough be kind to each other. Be kind to everyone. Everyone's Um, struggling. This is a hard time. So be nice and and stay healthy, everyone. Don't be racist. We love you guys. Be nice. (laughs) Have a great, great, great rest of your week. We love you. Bye. Bye, guys. Hi, everyone. This is Jack again, just popping in to let you know where you can find us and listen to us on the interwebs. So like every podcast in the world, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, but you can also find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser, and so many others. Whatever your favorite provider is, you will be able to find Terrorist Out Podcast. If there is somewhere that we are not, please be sure to email us and let us know so we can submit and get us on there. 
because we want to cover all of the spots. And you can find us at terroristout at gmail.com. And while you are going down the list of all of these wonderful distribution platforms for Terrorist Out, be sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts slash iTunes to rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you think of the show thus far. We absolutely would appreciate it. And thank you so much for taking the time. And be sure to DM us your comments, questions, and opinions over on the Twitter and Instagram at Terrorist Out. <laughs>